0: Welcome to the Mastering Midlife Podcast, where we talk about all the crazy fun things that happen when you are a midlife mama. I'm your host, Heather London. Let's dig in. Well, hi there, and welcome to episode five. Today, we are going to be talking about shame. Actually, we're going to be talking about unshaming, and it's one of my favorite topics, because unshaming. Can make such a huge impact in your life. It is the biggest ROI of your time, the biggest return on investment of your time. If you put in the time to do the work, you are going to get such huge results out the other side. It's going to blow your mind. And that's why I love to talk about it because nobody really wants to talk about it besides Brene Brown. But I recently studied with um, David Bedrick and did a shame clinic with him and And he is absolutely amazing. He takes this work even deeper and he goes somatic. Now somatic is really trusting in the genius of your body. Your body knows everything. And I'm a huge believer in this. When I help people, my clients with their healing, everything we do, I teach them how to get back in touch with their innate knowing in their body. What is their body trying to tell them? What is their body saying? Because your body always knows the answers. I always turn to nature for the answers because nature knows everything. And if we live by nature and follow nature's examples, we're gonna be just fine. And our body is nature and we always forget that. So I love to bring it back to nature, our body knows. So when we talk about the somatic healing, we're not gonna do somatic healing or talk about it deeper today, but I wanna maybe plant a seed in your brain that how can I really investigate somatic Experiences more because my body always has the answers. My body is knowing, it has an innate knowing and an intelligence and a genius and a wisdom. And when we can tap into that, then we can see what's really going on for us. But for now, we're just going to stick to the topic of shame and how to unshame ourselves so that we can have a better life, so that we can be happier, so that we can love ourselves more. So let's start with the definition. Shame is seeing ourselves as inherently bad. It's how we see ourselves. And quite often gets lumped in with guilt. And as moms, we always are like really good at guilting ourselves. I always say, as soon as you have a child, you are dipped in a vat of guilt and it just oozes off of you for the rest of your life. For the rest of your life. And if you're a mom, you're like, mm-hmm. yeah, girl, it's truth. That is truth because man, when motherhood happens, we just are never good enough. We just can't do enough. Right. But that's the guilt. So the guilt is, oh, I did something bad. Ah, I didn't do enough for my kid or I should have done more. I should have shown up more. That's the shitting. That's the guilt. But shame is I am bad like I'm just inherently a bad person. That's my thought around it. That's the difference between the shame and the guilt. Shame needs two things to thrive, secrecy and judgment. And this is why shame is so toxic, so toxic, because we don't talk about it. That's how it exists. It just thrives in your brain. It's like, don't tell anybody this ever because you're a horrible person. And then you judge yourself. You're horrible. You are a horrible person. And together this toxic concoction just festers inside of you. And that is how it gets worse and worse and worse. And we never deal with it because we never talk about it. So I'm here to talk about it. Let's talk about all this stuff. Let's talk about the shame. Shame is closely related to shadow work. Now, shadow work is when we look at the parts of ourselves that we've deemed unlovable. So they're they're like so intertwined. So when something happens, when we have a shadow, somewhere along the way, we had this idea, we were told, we had an experience that a part of ourselves, that part of ourselves was not good. And so we shouldn't be that or show that to other people. So we're going to hide that. We're going to stuff that down and we're not going to allow that to come out anymore. That's the shadow work. And that is very similar to shame. Like they really work well together in the worst way possible. So in an ideal world, we are taught to embrace our most whole self, our shadows, all the parts that we, think are bad, all the parts that we think are shameful. In an ideal world, we would just put it all out there and love all those parts. And that's ideally what we're looking to do. That's what we're striving to do in this lifetime. But a shamed person doesn't trust themselves. A shamed person compulsively tries to fix themselves. And they're always failing to protect themselves. Because shame equals, I don't matter. I'm unworthy. I remember what I said at the beginning. Everything comes down to the root cause of I'm unworthy. No matter what you're struggling with, the root cause will be um, I'm unworthy. So if we can solve for that and just get rid of that, and that's never a problem, then we're going to get some traction and we're going to get way better results in life. But when we're thinking about I don't matter, we don't experience ourselves as the beautiful human beings that we are. We don't experience ourselves as intelligent or powerful or as the precious, sacred human beings that we were put on this earth just to be, just to be, and that's it. You are enough just because you are here and that's it. You don't need to be or show up or do anything other than just be you. Shame is where an injury occurs. And then you don't stand up for yourself or you don't have your own back. So for example, maybe when you were younger, a parent, and I'm just going to say a parent because that's who we spend the most time with. A parent yelled at you and said something when they were yelling. And it was like, oh, you took that in. Maybe it was a teacher or sibling or a random stranger. Doesn't matter. But no one stood up for you. Nobody saw that and said, hey, you shouldn't talk to the person that way. But even even more importantly, you didn't stand up for yourself. And so it sunk in and you took that to be truth about you. You carried it with you and it started to become a part of who you are. Because you didn't defend yourself against it. You didn't challenge it. You believed it. You believed it. There's two components of shame. The initial injury or the criticism, the words or the verbal assault, like the injury, the words, the stuff that happened to cause it in the first place. And then the second part is how it was witnessed. So if you are your own shaming witness, so never mind out somebody outside of you witnessing it. But that can, ha- that can ha- add to the shame too. If nobody stood up for you, if somebody was mean to you, said something horrible, nobody stood up for you, then you're going to start be- thinking, yes, maybe I am deserving of this. Maybe somebody should be talking to me this way. But there is something inside of you that says, not standing up for yourself, that says, oh, I did deserve that. Maybe I did deserve the hurt. That I just felt. Or there's something inside of you saying, you're being punished for screwing up. You deserve it because you've been bad. It's coming in because you did something wrong. Like you brought this upon yourself. So that's the self shaming witness. But it doesn't have to be a shaming witness. You don't have to be a shaming witness. You could also be a loving witness. And when you're a loving witness, Then shame doesn't exist. You could also have a loving witness outside of yourself, somebody who stands up for you, but we want to work on what we can control. And that's us and ourselves and how we're showing up or not showing up for ourselves. Dealing with the shame. When you deal with the shame, it's not like guilt. So guilt is an emotion and you can process it and you can feel it. And when I work with my clients, we do the feel wheel, we do like all the work around how to name and process and feel an emotion because all the emotions are necessary. There's no bad emotions. It's just what we're thinking about them that make them bad. So we become rock stars at processing emotions. So when you have guilt, guilt is an emotion and you can process it, but you can't process shame because it's not an emotion. You need to do your work on it to actually eliminate it. You can't just sit with it and then have it go away. You got to actually dig in and do the work. What I really want to talk about, like the point I really want to drive home today is that we as women and mothers are the biggest offenders when it comes to shaming ourselves. It's an inside job. And that's why I get excited when I talk about it because anything that is an inside job means that you can change it. You don't need to look outside of yourself to change this. You have the answers. You know what to do. Maybe you just don't have the tools, but you are responsible for it and you can do it. That's why I talk about this. That's why I get excited. That's why I coach my clients. And this can show up in all areas. This can show up in your relationships when you're shaming yourself. Like maybe you'll be in a relationship that you shouldn't be in because you think that that's what you deserve. Or maybe it's your job or with money. But the biggest one that comes up for us mothers, for us women is body shaming. Mm -hmm. Body shaming. I'm gonna throw some stats at you. 81% of 10-year-old girls are dieting Regardless of their weight. 10 year old girls, this is them. This is a reflection of our society, our patriarchal society. 97% of women have violent voices in their heads about their bodies, self shaming, like saying mean things about themselves. Heck, I am a holistic nutritionist, a life coach, a personal trainer. Like my life is food, my life is loving my body. And I have thoughts about my body. And I've done all the work and I'm still doing all the work. And those thoughts will sneak in. Why aren't you where you should be? Like that happens to everybody. That's why I know we should be talking about this because everybody is experiencing this. There isn't one client that I've had that hasn't experienced this. So this is 97% of women having these voices in their heads, these negative voices in their heads about their bodies, the self-shaming. The diet industry amasses over, over 70 billion a year. And they're counting. It's dependent on women's body shame, like us shaming ourselves and perceived failures around our weight. Oh, it's because of the way I look. It's because of the size of my body. So we, as women get to learn how to unshame ourselves. We get to learn how to unshame ourselves and take our power back. And as Brene Brown says, the antidote to shame is empathy. Mm, Empathy. Empathy is the ability to understand another person's thoughts and feelings in a situation from their point of view rather than your own. So you're feeling what it's like to be them, not from what, like sympathy from like what I think it's like to be them. You just put yourself really in their situation and feel what it would be like. And when we do this, it's impossible for shame to exist. So we, we get to shine the light on it in order for the, this to happen and really feel it. And hold space for other people, or in this case, hold space for ourselves. Hold space for ourselves as we blow up the secrecy and the judgment. We shine a light on it. We yell it from the rooftops. So we're getting rid of the, the secrecy and the judgment, and then shame can exist. So in order to unshame ourselves, we get to go from, we get to learn how to go from being a shaming witness to a loving witness. So so somebody who's buying into, yeah, we're not enough. Oh, maybe I deserve that. Oh, it wasn't that bad, right? Does this sound familiar? These are the things we tell ourselves and we kind of talk ourselves into it. And we want to be the loving witness that has our own back. And this is a whole process. So if you want to take this deeper, check out my free masterclass called Quit the Shame Game. And I walk you through the process in this masterclass. We actually do it together. I'll put the link in the show notes. It's free. Just go in there and check it out. You're going to love it. It's going to help you know how to do it. It's a tool to show you and teach you how to process these emotions. And this is a big topic. And I know we've only just scratched the surface. But the message I want to leave you with today is. Shame is what holds us women and mothers back. But we are in control of it. It's The majority of the shame that we're experiencing is not shame from others, but it's coming from within. And this is the good news. So we have the power to change it. It's an inside job. It's an inside job. And as soon as you have the awareness that this is shame and what shame is, then you can change it. You just need the tools. That's all it is. And you are going to empower yourself like never before. The second that you say, "Mm, I'm in control of this and I can change it. And I have my own back. I am going to be my loving witness. I'm the one who's going to say, Hey, that's not okay to think like that. Look at the way you're talking to yourself. Where's that coming from? That's not the truth. Here's the truth. And that is how we unshame ourselves and become our loving witness and have our own back. So remember, we have the power to change it. And the world needs us as women and as mothers to show up fully as who we are, fully and completely loving ourselves exactly as we are. We don't need to change, we don't need to be different. We don't need to have a different body just exactly as we are. We're perfect. That is the unshaming. That is the loving witness. So I invite you to do the work. I invite you to unshame yourself. And then go out there and make the world the better place by just being you. And loving yourself exactly as you are. Thanks for listening. Always, always, always love yourself first and have an amazing day.